Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. When entering a Fey Lord's realm, keep these rules in mind. Bow to your host. Showing respect is polite. Bring them a gift. A treasure from your realm would please them. Never refuse a dance. Dancing is a tradition that cannot be broken. But most importantly of all, beware who you make. I will not even give him the sound of my voice. This is the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. I mean, I know you're not all right, but anything I can do? I don't think so. I don't know what, I don't even know what to do with myself. I think you should go back. I can't, to the glade? No, just to the Feywilds. I don't think I can, Talia. You've got a whole realm that's yours, right? Yes, I do. Go there. You miss it, don't you? More than I can even begin to articulate. So go there. Screw the grade. I don't think I can ever go back there. You don't have to. But if you miss the Feywilds, then go to the place you literally have control over. Go pester a spider or something. Go pester a spider. I'm going to bother this animal. <laughs> Go pester a spider, folk. <laughs> I am your lord and master. You will do be bothered as I commanded. Since we don't have anything else to do. I can't just go back today. Why? She looks at you like, I do not have an answer for that. <laughs> but I definitely cannot. Why not? Jareth doesn't get back until... Three. So go. Go where? To the Feywild. What? To your realm. What? I mean, if you really, really don't want to, don't. But consider it. Just consider it. I don't even know if I can open a Dalzell anymore. Try. But what if I can't? If you can't, then you can't. Problem solved. Try. Door to the kitchen. Go. (laughs) Look at you. I envy you sometimes. Thank you? Wait, was that an insult or a compliment? Hmm. Oh, now you have to try. It's not that simple, Talia. Yes, it is. You want to go back? You've literally got an entire realm that you can go back to. And do what? I don't know. 
Well, need so do I. Walk around. Walk around. Yeah, you got, you got protection. Do I? Your Lord. It's yours. It's your realm. You could literally tell someone to die. I don't even know what it means to be a Lord. So go find out. So it actually kind of has your stopping. Hmm. Okay. They go get up, shut the kitchen door, and try to open it to the shadow realm. You close the door and open it again. And you're not looking into the kitchen. There, see? Worked. You've opened it on through a tree mm-hmm. on the path that leads back to the cave. Well, what are you going to do? I can come with you, or you can go by yourself. Just keep uh, keep track of what time it is. Through light. Be back by three. If you need help, just come back through the tree. Or come back through a tree or something. A solid surface. All right. I, uh, I go through the door. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I shut the door behind me. Okay, so what do I see around me? You see a lot of gray-green grass that surrounds the path and the gray-brown trees all reaching up towards the sky with their leafless branches. What is the sky like? It's a mix of constant twilight and constant pre-storm. Mm-hmm. I cast light on my holy symbol. Okay. And I start walking down the path. Okay. You start walking down the path, and you see through the trees in some areas, you see spider webs, large webs like nests that have been built back up, and shadows in the distance of things moving around. Also, while you're walking down the path, that awareness comes to you again, that awareness of almost the entire landscape around you. I'm going to focus in on that. Okay. I'm not sure for what purpose. I just want to get kind of feel what that feels like. As you reach out and feel it, you still have a full sense of yourself and your body, but it's almost like the world around you becomes something of an extension of you. It almost feels like the ground you're walking on is your own skin. You feel the things moving around on it. Can, is it just spiders? Can I sense what kind of creatures are around? There are exactly 53 spider folk that are making their way around. Some closer, but most further away. In the entire realm? Yeah. There are lots of other creatures. Some smaller and kind of having a hard time like figuring out what they are. But there's something akin to squirrels. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, is Reginald still here? Has Reginald become someone's dinner? You sense one bunny hopping around. I go to find it. It takes you off the path, but given that you are able to constantly tell where you are in your own realm, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so much. Suddenly, Reginald hops out of some bramble bushes right next to you and out in front of you. Good morning. Just looks up at you and his ears twitch. Does he look any different? No. <laughs> looks exactly the same. 
I should see about getting you a friend. That thought occurs to me. And I try to see if there is a way to implement a law. Make a wisdom check. Oh, 18. An instinct comes to you. Speak it, and it shall be so. No creature in this realm, native or not, will arm this rabbit. You can look around like anything happen. You don't see anything happen, but you feel something happen. A change to the air around you that ripples out and then settles back again. Huh. Interesting. Make another wisdom check really quick. Nat 20. Your light has been going on for exactly 29 minutes and 53 seconds. 54 seconds. 55 seconds. Oh. So time behaves normally here. You are fully aware of the passage of time within your own realm. Well, that will be convenient. Still going to do it, so just have to, like, Selene, you've been gone three years. I was gone for three hours. Actually, though, with that net 20, Selene, uh-huh. there's nothing else about the time. You feel like you could almost grab it. I try to. Make another wisdom check. Net 20 again. Damn. It's weird. You, like, physically reach out, but it's mostly with your mind. You reach out and grab time. 24 minutes and one second. And one second. And one second. I'm going to try to speed it up. So instead of holding, you push. And suddenly it's been 40 minutes. Okay, stop it. 40 minutes and one second. Two seconds. Three seconds. That's convenient. Is Reddidal still there? Yeah. Okay, so he has not been affected. No. It's not like every, everything suddenly sped up. Nope, and nothing stopped except the time. What did Talia say? Oh, don't that just be though? That's the one. Again, with those nat 20s, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, for you mm-hmm. and anybody with you in your realm, unless you will it otherwise, Time will pass at a normal pace. If you wish to speed up or slow down time, you must maintain concentration on it. Okay. As if on a spell. Okay. And this is not a spell that can be shunted to your halo. That's what I figured, yeah. So I think I'm going to make my way to where Longfellow's mansion was. Okay. Cave. Well, yes. This Reginald's falling. Yep, this Reginald is now following you. Aww, mascot of your of the shop rooms. <laughs> and you come to the cave, the gaping opening leading deep into a large hillside. I go inside. I'm going to check on where the iron was. You can still feel it. Like, you know, when you run your hand over your skin where, like, mm-hmm. a deep scar was, there's still definitely a mark there, but it has healed over. And you come to the spot, and it looks no different than anything around it. Just a, a memory of the wound that was there. Hmm. I think I leave the cave and I just keep exploring. Reginald continues to follow you. <laughs> you say everything is like a gray-green? Yeah. wonder if we can do something about that. I say to Reginald, who is going to be my, you know, my conversation companion. Yeah. 
He just looks up at you and twitches his nose. <laughs> it would be much nicer if it was more of a blue-green. Rather a blue-gray or a lavender-gray. Because the green is... moody. There is a certain charm to it. What do you think? Hmm. We, we will work on that. So, uh, do I see any spider folk? Not in immediate sight, but you know where they are. Okay. I just keep walking around. Okay. Are any, like, coming near? That's kind of what I'm wondering. Doesn't They don't seem to be. Uh, you do approach, end up approaching one of their webs, and there are three in the tree above, crawling from branch to branch. One of them turns and looks down at you. I look up at it. Your Majesty. Good morning. It uses its legs to tilt its body, thus tilting its head Mm -hmm. at you. I raise my eyebrows like yours. Good eve. Good eve. Is it evening? It is always evening. Of course. How very aesthetic. Have you seen the moon lately? The moon... The moon does not travel here. Really? The moon only travels under the kingdoms and vassals of the moonlit king. I see. And I keep walking. Reginald just keeps hopping along. <laughs> I keep talking to him. Mm-hmm. He's a great listener. Actually, I can speak with animals. Okay. So how do you like it here, Reginald? A bit dreary for my taste, but... <laughs> I thought you liked it, dreary. Hmm. Well, I do not mind it. <laughs> Though the spider folk can be quite rude sometimes. Oh, really? Hmm. How oh, so? Well, a few tried to eat me on uh, previous occasions. And how did you deal with that? I did what any sort of proper bunny would do. I ran. <laughs> of course you did. No spider folk will, will try to eat you again. Yes, you have decreed it so. Apparently that's a thing I can do. Yes, you are, after all, a fey lord. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm not even a full fey. And yet here I am. <sighs> so strange. <laughs> do you know much about fey lords, Reginald? I have seen some. Oh? Yes. I actually had a great-grandsire who challenged the Lord of Mice to a duel. Oh. And lost horribly. <laughs> he was a fool. <laughs> Apparently. For a rabbit to lose to a mouse? The king and lord of mice. Yes, but a mouse nonetheless. Aren't you much bigger than a mouse? A mouse that was as competent a duelist as Lord Longfellow was. <laughs> and he was quite competent. I did his dueling ability and it is... It, it came at a very uh, opportune time. I had to uh, do the River King. I never met him. He's alright. He's pretty cool. Hmm. Complete asshole. But he's alright. Nobility, what? right? Well, one that I have met and consider with very high regard is the Bear King. Oh yes, I met him too. He threatened my wife. Oh? Oh. I have heard tell of the Iron Reaper. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really cool name, and she seems to think it's not so cool. It is both an honorable title and 
one that comes with uh, some disdain to it. I, yes, well, maybe they should have told us not to fling iron into the Feywild. It is known. <laughs> not to us. Well. But we know now. Mortals are not knowing things. You mm. have no idea how bad we are at knowing things. How bad we are at knowing better. Even when we do know better, we still act foolish. What is a plant life like? A lot of dry brush. A lot of thistle, actually. Mm-hmm. Some fern-like plants, but nothing really much of that, that has a lot of color to it. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. in shades of brown and gray-green. Reginald? Yes? Do you know what one is supposed to do as a Feylord? To rule! I already do that. <laughs> well, I never actually thought of it. Um, <laughs> to, to have power over her land and her vassals and... Vassals? Yes, vassals. Servants. Uh, uh, allies. Hmm. I don't think I have any of those. Oh, well... Hmm. You could always uh, throw a party, or... Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Well, this is a terrible idea. I don't have anywhere to throw a party. This, there's no, the, only pla- the only place there was suitable for a party was the illusion that was cast by Lord Longfellow. Illusion? Yeah. Do you mean glamour? Uh, y- yes, 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 question mark, yes. Hmm. It wasn't actually real. <laughs> so little here is. <laughs> You know, if Talia were here, she would tell me I should try making an house. Well, why not? I suppose. So I go off the path a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are there any, like, clearings? No. Hmm. But uh, the land is yours. Well, the woods are so sick. Well, you could ask the trees to move. Uh, okay. Um, I go to it, some trees that have no spider folk in them. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, would you mind moving? And with creaks and groaning of twisting wood, the tree uproots itself and walks on its roots to another spot and then sits itself back down. (laughs) I turn around. Excuse me, you group of trees over there. Could you all please scoot back about... Fifty feet each. And with a chorus of groaning and creaking wood, a clump of about twenty trees uproot themselves and split like the Red Sea. And I'm just looking at this like, wow. <laughs> Somehow leaving no holes where they yeah, were before. Yeah, of course not, of yeah. course not. And they just go and sit themselves off in different spots. And the other trees actually make adjustments for them. You know what? Hmm? <laughs> I need to go get someone. So I turn to one of the trees that has not moved. Uh-huh. And I try to open a door back to my kitchen. Yeah, you do. Oh. Talia? Talia? It's been roughly an hour. Uh, maybe two hours with all the walking around you've been doing. Oh, I'm doing dishes then. Talia? Talia? Yeah? You've got to come here. Okay, is this a good you gotta come here or a bad gotta come here? Oh, I think it's good. Okay. You've got to see this. Adrian, I'm stepping out. Suddenly, Adrian comes running down the stairs, slides into the dining room. Don't, no, don't go back. It's it's all right, it's all right. I, 
I have control over the land. I have control over everything. I, I, I turn to Talia. I have control over everything, including time. That's convenient. Yeah, that's what I said. Huh? I promise. I promise we will be okay. That's all right, honey. Okay. I have a rabbit who I've been talking with. The, the, you, you've been talking with a rabbit? Yeah, you remember Reginald? The bunny from the pet shop? Yeah, he's doing just fine. Okay, I've heard, I've seen weirder. Um, I look at Adrian. One hour and I'll be back, okay? Promise. Promise. I hold out my pinky. Pinky swear. He takes it. One hour and I'll be back. Okay. All right. I follow you. Okay. All right, what is this thing you're showing me? Hello. You hear it? Remember Reginald? I look down. Howdy. Oh, can you hear him? Wait, how long has it been? Since you started talking to Reginald? Yeah. More than an hour. Oh. Can I just... I, okay, I'm going to... I guess I can just... You, you, you just... You speak. You willed it. Ah. Oh. Convenient. Now, crack my knuckles. Watch this. I stand up really tall... Really straight and tall. I am Celine Argent Grey, Lady of the Silken Weave and Mistress of the Shadow Realm, and as your lord, I command you all to move back another 50 feet. So what trees were those directed to? The ones that moved before. Oh, okay, yeah. About, uh, this time about 30 or so trees, all of a sudden just all uproot themselves and move back, widening the clearing. And I look over like you, Talia. She's got a mouth, like, hanging open, like... Ah, you can do that. Apparently. Wow. Right? What else can you do? That's what I'm, that's what I'm figuring out. I, Reginald here suggested that I throw a party. Is that such a good idea? Um, I don't Probably not. But, I mean... Anyway, the point is... I'm not, I'm not actually considering it... Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I had pointed out that there is no proper place for a party, as seeing as Longfellow's estate was just a glamour, and wasn't an actual house, and Reginald suggested that I try to make an house. That would be my advice. Yeah. Try making one. Uh, okay. I'm not sure how I even start, though. Think of what you want in the house. Uh, maybe I should start small. Try a cabin. Okay. One room cabin. A cottage? Cottage, there you go. A one room cottage, okay. So I'm trying to picture a one room cottage in my head while staring at this clearing. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom check. Okay. 20. Nice. You find you have to close your eyes and imagine it. And then there's this shift in the world. Talia, for you, you just see this wipe dissolve across reality, just ripple across, and suddenly there's a cabin in the clearing. Good job. I open my eyes. Wow! There you go. There, you can invite individuals over for tea. Is it real? I go up to it and, like, touch it. It feels, it feels real, but actually at the same time, you, Celine, looking at it, much like Longfellow's manner, you see two 
images of it at the same time. One mm -hmm. where it's the physical solid thing, and then one where it's made up of thousands and thousands and thousands of tiny strands of silk. Oh, I realize this. Oh. Wow. Damn. What are you seeing? Make an investigation check. Uh, no. Yeah, no, you, to you, it is just a solid, natural cottage. It looks like the real thing, huh? Wow, this is awesome. Also, if the spider folk speaks to you, remember it is always evening here. Oh, alright. Do they know not to eat me? Uh... Uh, I, Selena Aljean, Lady of the Silken Weave and Lady of... Uh, and, uh, don't eat Talia. Thanks. Again, you feel that ripple of power go out. It is so. Neat. Huh. You okay? Yes, I... Yes, I think so. I'm, I'm still not quite sure what to make of all this, but, I mean... I think it's a good start. Yes. Have been an hour? It has been about 40 minutes. Do you think we should head back? Yeah. Well, at least I need to. I promised Adrian. And... I will come with you. All right. I would ask you if you are going to be okay, Reginald, but I know you are. Yes, thanks to your decree. <laughs> I I hope I will be back soon. Till then, my majesty. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, evening. Good eve. And I go back to a tree and open the door back to the material thing. Okay, back. You open the door back into the kitchen, and Adrian is sitting in there, waiting. 45 minutes. And 32 seconds. She stands up. Okay. Good. Are you alright, Adrian? I'm gonna go up to my room. And she goes to walk past you to go into the dining room. Let me talk to her. I'm sorry, I... No, don't be sorry. Just let me talk to her. Okay. I'll give her a minute. How did it feel? It felt right. I'm not sure if exactly all that I can do there, but I know that I can do something. That's all that matters. I hope Adrian will be okay. She's a smart kid. Uh, yes, but she has gone through a lot. I know. Thousands of years of slavery in the very realm that I think the both of us should go and speak with Adrian. Alright, let's go talk to her. Okay. We go to her room. She's in the studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in her art room again. And she has her headphones on with the volume turned all the way up. <sighs> and she's painting. Listen, I love the Ramones as much as anyone else, but you're going to ruin your ears. <laughs> um, I get in her line of sight mm -hmm. and like give her the signal to take them off. She doesn't. I give her a look. She's ignoring you, continuing to paint. I go over to her, and a voice in her ear, through the music, says, Adrian. She stops, takes off the headphones. I kind of get down at her level. What are you feeling? She huddles in her on herself. Talk to me, little one. If you do not talk to me, then I cannot help you. She just looks up at what she had been painting. I look over. It's it's still wet, but it is a long, dark tunnel with white strands draped all over and somewhere deep in 
the dark there are dozens of tiny red dots. Is this the shadow run? She nods. I'll go back over right now. I look over at Talia like, what do I say? What do you say to me when I get like this? <laughs> What's on your mind, Adrian? You can't go back, Sarah. Why? She shakes her head. It's not the same place anymore. It'll always be the same. You can't change. It'll be dark and damp and lonely and crowded. Well, it is still a bit dark, but it is quite dry and very quiet. She rubs at her arms a bit and she keeps them, she keeps her arms covered a lot, Mm -hmm. but there are still scars there from climbing through the cave, from spider folk from the various tasks that Lord Longfellow would set to the children. Mm-hmm. I put my hands on her arms. She flinches away a little bit, but doesn't pull back completely. You never have to go back there if you do not want to. But you want to? Yes, I do. Why? Because a part of me is there. A part of me is that I lost. And I'm trying to find it again. On my own terms this time. You mean the part of you that's him, Longfellow? No, Adrian. She's trying to find the part that she was born with. It's true. Adrian, Celine has always been part Fay. That's who she is. It doesn't change the person she is because of what she is. But you do not have to go back there. And if you do decide you want to go back there, you will be safe. I will not go back for now. Talia shakes her head a little bit. I look up at you kind of quizzically. Adrian, you like doing all this art, right? Nuts. How does it make you feel when you're making something? Lots of things. Like what? Happy. Sad. Calm. Angry. It feels good to feel all those things, isn't it? Have a place to put them. She nods. Would you be really upset if we said you had to stop? No more art. No more drawing. No more clay. I bet that would hurt, wouldn't it? She nods. Well, we'd never ask that of you. Ever. But... Your mom, just like you with art, being a fae for her, makes her feel all sorts of things. Happy, sad, confused, heartbroken, and peaceful. And these are things that she's been feeling long before we ever came into Longfellow's area. And some hard things happened in the weeks that we were gone. And your mom is trying to find the parts of her that she feels like she left behind. The parts of me that were taken. So we can't ask her to not go back to the Feywilds. 
I open my mouth like we can't ask her to not go back because that's where parts of her are it's where part of her has always been she has to figure that out and Longfellow's gone and he will never come back she looks up at you and over at Celine and back down I smile but she has a part of him I do have a part of him the part of him that I took but it's not the part that hurt people how do you know how do you know going back to his place won't bring him back? Because I am not Lord Longfellow. Adrian, do you trust her? She's crying, but she nods. Then I need you to trust that she's not going to be another Lord Longfellow. Okay. Sweetie, both of us would move heaven and earth to make sure that you were safe. But your mom's got to find out who she is on her own. She's mom. She is. But she's got to figure out what that means for her. What being a fae means for her. And what being a fae lord is. Because it's certainly not what Longfellow was. And it's not the one that you've seen in the mirror either. But if she doesn't find out who she is, she's going to be lost. And that's going to make her sad. And I don't want her to be sad. Okay. I promise I will always come back. And I will always come back as myself. Okay. Okay, I tried you again. She lets you. And she she hugs back. Okay. I look up at you. I join the hug. <laughs> I can wrap my arms around both of them. And when we break apart, I touch Adrian's shoulder. I'll tell you what, sweetie. If you think any time either of us start getting scary in a way that reminds you of Lord Longfellow, tell us. Okay? Okay. Alright. And then I poke her nose. And the next time I tell you to take your headphones off, don't ignore me. She just looks down to the side and like the go like the ghost of a smile. I know where you sleep. I will lick your face. <laughs> I will come in here and doggy drool on your pillow. Do you want that, Adrian? Do you want that to happen to you? <laughs> She That's takes she takes her headphones and just look looking you in in the eyes takes them and puts them on. I stick my tongue out at her yeah. and like pr- like make a mock lick like <laughs> at her. She smiles. All right, I'm gonna go make lunch. <sighs> yes. I just finished with the I just finished with the dishes because I refuse to let the servants do them. <laughs> Why? They're here for that very reason. No, I could do my own damn dishes. Okay. So, how was it? Oh, being there? Yeah. It was really nice. It. Good. Not feeling evil, are you? 
Not any more than usual. <laughs> All right. Day one progress. Very nice. Well, one kid crisis out of the way. One on the way. Uh, right. I tried apologizing to him this morning. How'd it go? Uh, not well. Oh, no. Did he, like, calce at you and stomp around? No, but he gave me kind of the cold shoulder. Oh. Uh. Like no, it's fine, Mom. It's like oh, it's definitely not fine at oh, all. Oh yeah, see, see, aren't you glad that you married me? I've prepared you for this passive-aggressive shit. Uh, I'm so glad we have two. Why? Because if we had more, I think I might lose my mind. Oh, really? Not that I'm against the idea. You just said you would lose your mind. I. Well, I would, but I'm, I, I'm pretty sure lots of parents lose their minds. I'm giving you this wizarding look like you are trying to save and you're doing a shit job. I know. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah, I am doing a shit job. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. Honestly, I wouldn't. Do you actually really want kids? Like, more? Yes. Okay. Well, we can try when this whole Leroy Brown thing is done. We could try right now. Right now? I mean, not right this second, but uh, I mean, why wait for Brown to be over? Well, I mean, that, that might get dangerous and we're going to a district we've never been to and, you know, there's lots of unknowns. Hmm. And so after Leroy Brown is dead, we are not going to do anything dangerous or unknown or anything like that? Well, no, but that we know for a fact this is going to be dangerous, so let's wait till afterwards. Unlike everything else we've ever done, which it was just kind of the, the question of danger was there, but probably not. Yeah, but we didn't have kids, or if we did have kids, we had a way to protect them. I don't really feel good about you being pregnant while doing dangerous things. Well, when am I going to be pregnant then? When we are done doing dangerous things? <sighs> Celine, you're 22. Yeah? I'm 31. We've got time. I'm going to be 23 in a few weeks. We've got time. <laughs> Do we? My mama didn't have me until she was 35. That's not what I mean. Rather, with the life we lead... There is no percentage in waiting for a time that will be perfectly safe. If safe at all. <sighs> Fair point, I suppose. Alright, let me think about it more. I'm not opposed to the idea. Just, I just want to make sure it's the right time. Four o'clock rolls around, and Jareth returns. Mom? Hey, yeah. Mom? Yeah? I'm home, and... Talden and Ernest are here. Oh, good. All right. So they all come through the front door. I say, and night speak. Ready for this? Not even a little bit. Me neither. Okay. Let's do this. Parenting day. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Living room, I think. Yeah. It's more cozy. Uh, what, what's what's going on? Uh, well, they told me you set something on fire, so we should talk. Well, I didn't set anything on fire. You know I can tell when you're lying, right? I didn't! We know, kid. Sit down. He sits down. In a very teenager-like way. Like a flop. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh. Talon and Erna sit down on the other side. Well, uh, now that we're all here. I think I sit down on one side of Jareth. Okay. You want to bookend him? Yeah, in case he runs, we can tackle him. Yeah. Jareth? Yes? I look at him. What? Attitude. Curb it. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Jareth, there's something that we've been meaning to talk to you about, and I felt it was good for Celine and Talia to be here. You are a growing young lad, and there are certain changes that are going to happen as you get older, and he just, like, face palms. Um, um, I kind of already know about about those changes. Not those changes. Huh? Not those changes. Changes with having to do with being a tiefling, Jareth. He gets really confused. Celine opens her mouth to say something and then shuts it immediately. In fact, you can like you can like see the wheels turning. <laughs> yes. And I was I just like open my mouth and you're just like no. No. I'm like oh, in okay. wife speaks like don't you dare. Okay, okay, okay. I'll be good. I'll be good. There are certain changes that have to do with being a tiefling and the infernal heritage. They go on to explain what they had explained to you the previous night. And Jareth just gets like kind of confused. But wait, so what? I don't understand. What does this have to do with... Well, you're hitting that age and that stage of growth in your life and it's about this time that you'll start developing your your vice Ernest chimes in mine is gluttony I I have to consume and mine is sloth so you think I've started to have have a have a vice we've been noticing a few things and uh we think yeah you have well i haven't been feeling any different recently i, I haven't you started looking a bit different though well yeah you told me i had to like start being myself and mm-hmm. start like you, you put work into my appearance and mm-hmm. just doing what you said and there's nothing wrong with that Jareth we've just been noticing it's bordering on the obsessive how many times did you reapply your makeup yesterday 17 times look over at them like there you go figured it out tell the nods Jareth it is not necessarily a bad thing it is just something one must be aware of. When I was younger, I read a book by a tiefling who became a lawmaster. He wrote extensively about his vice being greed, but instead of hoarding jewels or gold or any any kind of wealth, he hoarded knowledge. And it, it was what um, propelled him, allowed him to become a lawmaster as he did. So you, you, you think that I'm... Vain. What do you think? Roll for introspection. 
Insight on yourself no. and deception on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think. I don't really think so. I will be. I will be honest with you, Jerry. There's nothing wrong with a little vanity. Yeah. So what's a little vanity? Jared, we're not saying that we think you're doing anything wrong. We just don't want you to be consumed by this. 17 times is excessive. How long did it take you each time when you were putting your makeup on? How much product did you use? I had to go get more. Look at you, Talia. That's what I'm concerned about. Not the money. As far as I'm concerned, you can get whatever you want. What I worry about is you doing this to the point where you don't do anything else. I'm doing fine, though. I'm Classes are going okay. Talden holds up a hand. Oh, boy. Jareth, tell them the truth. Look over you, Talia. What? They've been... It's been okay. <sighs> yes, an 87 is okay. But when you were getting 150s before... It is rather concerning. Jealous. Hmm. Hmm. Faye can also have vices. And it is easy to get lost in them. Because if you're comfortable... Mine... Mine is mischief. You prank people all the time. Exactly. But... There are times when I very much want to prank someone. Or it's a very good time for a prank. But I know, because I'm aware of this about myself, that it is not the place for it. And there have been times where she has pranked someone and it has been the wrong thing to do and has gotten us in trouble. My face goes through several expressions before I... Yes, that's true. But since I now know this about myself, it is something I can be aware of. I will be honest, it doesn't always work. And, Jareth, we're not saying this because you did anything wrong. We're just... It's something that is going to be a thing for you. And we just want to make sure that you can grow with it rather than having it take you over as you get older. Wolves have the same problem. He tilts his head. When we shift for the first time, it's like having an animal inside of us. And we have to work very hard to control it. It's not the same thing as having a vice, but it is something that we are aware of when we get older. And something we have to work to control. Every species has their hang-ups. Ernest speaks up. Consuming things, Jareth, might seem like, well... Sometimes it seems almost funny when I think about it, but I do have to be aware of it. I have to be not so much careful as diligent. Cognizant. Cognizant of what I'm doing. In my youth, I consumed quite a bit. (laughs) Thankfully, it was never a focus on food, although I will admit once I found the researcher's respite, it was... um, 
close. But in in my youth, I went for days, weeks even, where I did not leave my study or my room as I consumed page after page, volume after volume. It got to the point where I was rereading everything over again, and it was such less filling. Eventually it all became as filling as air, but I couldn't stop consuming. And it took a very good friend breaking me out of that cycle. Now I hunt for hard-to-find knowledge, hard-to-find things and information about them. The information is much more sustaining, which is why I focused very heavily on the Gresham household, something that was a mystery, interesting, and there wasn't a lot of information available about it. So each new piece was that much more satisfying. So, when it comes to your appearance, find a way to make it more fulfilling so that you are not constantly focused on it. Well, how do I do that? That is something you are going to have to discover on your own, but... Talden looks over to Ernest. We will help, and so will your parents. I know. I know as well. Why don't we start with... Cutting back on the amount of time spent on your appearance. Yeah, and uh, budget your spending on it. But what what if I get it wrong? Then you get it wrong. Then I don't look as... Right. It doesn't feel the same. You're right. I'm sure it does not. It doesn't feel the same, but self-control is something you're eventually going to have to learn. If you get it wrong, note what you did wrong, and try to remember that the next time. Try offering to do someone else's makeup. Whose? I don't know, your sister's? I'll let you do mine. You don't wear makeup. I will make that sacrifice. (laughs) He smiles. Um, okay. Honestly, kid, we're not trying to... Not trying to give you an out time. Yeah. And we're not trying to cut you back on looking as fabulous as you should. Because you have looked great. But like all things that everybody has to learn, there needs to be moderation. Doing your makeup three times is excessive. Uh, okay. So, you're going to be put on a budget of how much you get to spend. He pouts. And we're going to limit how much time you get to actually work on it. We'll go from there. And we'll see if there's something more satisfying than just constantly worrying about it. And again, this only applies to appearance in regards to yourself. If you want to do your sister's makeup, go for it. Okay. So let me tell you, doing makeup on someone else is very different from putting makeup on yourself, but still. 
It might help calm some of the compulsion. Honestly, anybody who walks in the house is fair game. Ooh. I shoot bo- I shoot both the other tieflings though, like a grin, like <laughs> I, I grin too, like you both sound mixed. <laughs> I actually had a very hard, hard time finding anything in my um complexion. Oh, we'll find something. Well, I think progress has been made. I agree. <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs now. Yeah, you got homework, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He goes up and takes his bag up with him. I'll check on him in an hour and see if he's putting on makeup. Well, thank you both. That was far less complicated than it needed to be. We shall keep an eye on him at school. I am currently teaching one of his magical classes while the regular teacher is on vacation. Hmm. How's he doing? He was doing great until about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's when Talden and I started talking. Yeah. I have, uh, on a couple of occasions, found rather incomplete homework left in my apartment. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll be 100% honest. Like, If he doesn't get amazing grades, it doesn't matter that much to me. But I would hope that it would matter to him later. It will. And I think this vice becoming a distraction, it was definitely the time to point it out. Yeah. Thanks again. We really appreciate the help with it. Yes, do appreciate it. Actually, Talden, I have... I might... Do you mind if I ask you some questions? About Faye sort of things? Oh, certainly. What exactly is a Fey Lord able to do, to do in one's realm? Oh, uh, quite a lot. There are certain examples. Uh, it depends on the power of the Fey Lord and how much... Hypothetically, not very powerful. We're talking about you, yes? Maybe. Uh, well, then that, it is quite possible that you have... Now, something that seems to be consistent throughout all Fae Lords, at least that I've read, is the ability to exert some control over their over their realm. Yes, I've, I've gotten that. Yes. I'm able to make laws. Oh, Check. I mean, this newly minted Fae Lord who's not me. Uh, okay, we're talking <laughs> about me. Yes, that is one thing that all Fae Lords can do. They can set decrees that Fae upon entering the land will know instinctively. What if some what if uh, if a um, violates that decree? It is the bound duty of any of any subjects of yours to see that they are brought to you to face justice. And what does that mean? They are at your mercy. They are to do as you ask, but you are also to treat them as a guest. I see. Just want to make sure no one else may have it. Well, if you decreed it, then there would be few fae foolish enough to cross that. Hmm. Your talking rabbit is fine. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I also said he could talk, and now he can talk. That, uh, well, well, that is, again, exerting some control over the the land and your subjects. 
In fact, there was a story of the River King that a mortal became a subject of his, and he became bored with that person's appearance and turned them into a frog. Yeah. So it is suggested that you have some manner of control over the appearance of your subjects. As a spider folk, my subjects. I, I do not know. They are inhabitants of the Shadow Realm. Then they very well could be. Hmm. Hmm. Why would you want to change them? Are they used to being what they are? Ugh. Could change their colors and make them more silver. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Make the whole place silver. That is what I was wondering. Can I change the appearance of the land itself? You should be able to, though probably not far afield of the nature of the realm. For example, if you have a realm in summer, it's unlikely you could force it to be constantly snow. But if it was, again, hypothetically speaking, if it was sort of a grey-green everywhere, I could make it more of a blue-grey or a violet-grey? If simple palette change, I do not see why that would be so difficult for a person such as yourself. If you do that, you should take Talon with you. Oh! What time is it? Uh, like... Six-ish. Yeah. Could try it. You doing anything? I'm so- are we talking about going into the Feywild? Yeah. You want to go? Well, I mean, I should probably- yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ernest? Uh, I, un- uh, I unfortunately do have things I have to get back to. Oh, important than going to the Feywild. Okay. You, you do remember you asked me to make... Oh, yes, I did. Ask okay. Yeah. okay, if that's okay. the important thing you have to get back to, then you should definitely get back to that. Yeah. If okay. something like personal, like, oh, I got a date, it's like, cancel it! Shake my head. What? Unpredictable. Be nice I to know, me. it's very cute. Oh, thank uh, you again, yes. Ernest. Yes, thank you. I shall see you later, and I shall see he nods up the stairs. I shall see him tomorrow in class. We'll see how this goes, I suppose. Yeah, kick his butt for me, would you? Yeah, really. Uh, so are we... You're going to open a, a door? Yes. Yes, very, very well. Alright, so you open a door to the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Once again, to your realm. I open it to all my cottages. Yes. And, yeah, you open it and the cottage is still there. Mm-hmm. Reginald is sitting on the porch. <laughs> so he sits up when he sees you and... Hops over. Good evening, Reginald. Good evening, Your Majesty. Right. Calvin just blinks down at the rabbit. It it speaks. You you willed it to speak, and it and it, and it speaks. He speaks. Ye, my apologies. Uh, yes, I had questions to ask him, since I didn't really know what I was doing. You you you, you can ask questions of a bunny. Yes, um. Yeah, yeah, yes, you yes. You seem so surprised. Reginald, this is my friend Talden. Good eve, Talden. Good, good eve, Reginald. <laughs> Close my eyes and try to again feel the land, the whole realm, mm-hmm. the entire realm. Yeah. And I'm trying to influence it to change colors. Go from a gray green to more of a gray, violet, lilac, blue salt. Alright. And the trees to go from their neutral color to being white. And the spider folk 
also turning to more silvery shades in, in order to blend in the trees. Alright. Heck of it. Make a wisdom roll for me. A wisdom roll. Okay. 24. Yeah. Talia, you and Talden and Reginald watch as the ground around her, like right at her feet, mm-hmm. goes from that like dull gray green and starts changing to this dark violet colored earth with light lavender colored grass. And it starts at her feet and spreads outwards in a circular wave away from her, just slowly at first and then quicker and quicker, just building speed away. And as it comes in contact with each of the trees, they start bleaching almost before your very eyes as suddenly they start white from the bottom and it crawls its way up the tree and there's this very light white purple mist that rises from the ground how do I feel like was that a lot of effort Yes and no. It it definitely took like a lot of your mind and focus, but as you come away from it, it feels right. Hmm. Wow. I turn to uh, Talon and Talia. And Reginald, what do you think? Ah. It's beautiful. The sky, I think I left that kind of dark gray, that Uh stormy gray. That, that is... I am standing in the Feywild, in the presence of a fairy lord, who is my friend. I take a bow. Big flourishy bow. It's beautiful, huh? Absolutely beautiful. Did you change the spiders too? Um, well, yes, I... I kind of left it up to the realm, but I tried to influence them to change so that they would still be able to camouflage among the newly brightened trees. Oh, yeah, good idea. Wow. Oh, and this is my cottage that I made, I say to Talden. Right, right, right. Cottage is quite lovely. Thank you. I made it myself. (laughs) Yeah, well, the wood of the cottage has changed that same, like, bleach bone white. Mm-hmm. Luminescent shadows. Give shadows a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. I like to think so. Um, I, I will I'd be happy to open a door back for you two if you would like. Yes, I suppose. I, I must. If you have any thing else you wish to discuss. I will I will call on you. And open a door on the same tree back. Mm-hmm. They go through. I just spent some time there, just walking. Talia, do you walk with her? or? Um, do you want to be alone? Not necessarily. If you want to come with me, you're I, I can come with. I walk with, but in one form. Okay. So, Celine, you walk... I'll say you walk the length of your realm. Mm-hmm. And you find it is approximately 
five miles in diameter. Hmm. Or about the equivalent of mm-hmm. five miles. You know, you feel that you could probably make it bigger, sort of. Mm-hmm. Or at least make it seem bigger. But it wouldn't actually take up any more. Yeah. Right. No, it's fine the way it is for now. But good but, to know. I've relayed this to Talia. Yeah, you reach the edge of what is would be considered your realm, and the trees start to thin a little bit, and they start going back to that kind of gray-brown mm-hmm. at the very edge before you realize this is as far you can go without invitation. I'm going to stop. And I feel this. Oh, also, I have decreed that in my home, Talia can speak. As a wolf? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, when you speak... <clears throat> You're more, like, directly thinking. Ah, okay. And it the noise just sort of happens. You, your mouth isn't actually moving. Okay. With Reginald, it's kind of the same thing. Like, his mouth doesn't move exactly. It's just the noise happens. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's beyond this one? Do this I? realm? Do I? Looking out beyond, you see fields of what looks almost to be wheat. Hmm. Fully grown and ready to be harvested. Hmm. Is it night? It looks to be like a similarly cloudy midday. Okay. Hmm. Shall we turn back, eh? I can't completely go forward. I smell the air on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a perception check at advantage. Smells like rain and wind and the fall harvest. Okay. Definitely still in the autumn. Yeah. And I don't want to step over there because I've got a rep, apparently. So. Well, you have it. Uh, yeah. Might as well like it. <laughs> That's an attitude to have. Hey, it's what you. It's basically the attitudes that I was told I should have, so I'm doing it. Alright, fair enough. Alrighty then. I am the Iron Reaper. Concept of the Lady of Silken Weave. I am your wife, not your consort. <laughs> <laughs> your Majesty, might I make note of something? Of course. You are a Fey Lord. This is your realm, and it is your power to grant station and title within your realm. Oh. You could give her a title. Ah. What title would you like? Um. Let me think about it. Well, you are royal advisor, Reginald. Hmm? Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Look up at the sky. I do wish I could see the moon here, though. Perhaps you could make a. Uh, make an exchange. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Negotiation and treaty making is certainly a part of being a lord. Not with the Moonlit King. Do you say that? 
Yeah. Mm. Are we at war with him then? No. Best I, just to avoid him. I, I was going to recommend against it. We have not the army. <laughs> yeah, it's best just to avoid him as much as possible. I was thinking, Talia. You mm. know, my name means moon. I know. I always saw myself in it. Literally, my name means silver moon. Yeah. It's a bit silly, but if the Moonlit King is the full moon, and the Queen of Night and Magic is the new moon, then I think I will see myself in the crescent. Sounds like a good idea to me. Neither waxing nor waning. Striking and delicate and sharp and beautiful. I think that's excellent. Look up at the sky. Anyway, uh, can I tell how long it's been? Uh, it's been... Uh, walking this far. It's It's been a couple hours. Okay. Should we go back and check on our children? Yeah, let's do that. Alright, Reginald, I must return to the material plane for a while. Very well. But I will not be away as long as I had been before. Then I shall keep things in order. Fantastic. You head back to the house. You have a bunny for an advisor. Mm-hmm, I do. I think he needs a friend. Of course, why not? A friend. Well, I can't... <laughs> I can't imagine the spiders are very... Well, they did try to eat him. That tells the story. I was always afraid that was going to happen. <laughs> well, he did what any good bunny would do. He ran. Fair enough. Fair enough. But now nothing will hurt him. Or face my justice. There you go. So do you want to just turn another bunny into a <laughs> fey bunny? Or do you want to go I get can. another fey bunny? I can. Which was kind of an accident the first time. Yeah. Well. I don't know if you could find out if you can just create things. <laughs> Maybe I would try bringing a normal bunny in there and seeing if I can imbue it with the power of my realm. There you go. The realm of pale shadows. Instead of the shadow realm? Hmm. Rebranding. Works for me. If I am to be a pale shadow, then I will own it. I like it. Hmm. I'm gonna go check on my kids. Yeah. Both of them are angry. Both are moody kids. Both of them have had a moody day. Yep. One of them's a moody five-year-old, and one of them's a moody teenager. Do you want to do this? One at a time, or... Uh, let's both go in with both, I think. Okay. Do you want the boy or the girl first? Let's do... Let's, let's, let's check on the boy first. Alrighty. Yeah. Can we come in? Yeah. You go in, he's sitting in front of the mirror. <sighs> Chin in his hands, just... Pouting. Pouting. <laughs> His makeup is completely done. He has a full face on, and it looks slightly different than the, the one he was wearing downstairs. Mm. And so what number is that today? Two. 21. 
Might not be two, but it's not like it's 10. Not 17. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Okay, four. Not bad. Mm-hmm. It could be better. Uh, lots of things could be better. How's your homework? Right. Um, right, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know, Jareth, we don't care if you get perfect grades or not. He looks up. Yeah? Yeah. We just want you to do your best. And live up to your potential. We know you have a lot of potential. Look how big your head is. And I don't want you to look back on this and be upset with us that we didn't push you when we needed it. I, I, I've been letting them, I've been letting it slip recently. And then nod, like, yeah. I nod too. But that's not important. The important part is what you do now. The important part is that you not let something like this take over. And even if you don't get amazing stellar grades ever again. I just don't want you to miss out on other fun things. Because you're too worried about what you look like. Because you look great. You really do. You look better than me. He smiles. I'd rather you put on all that face and then go out and have fun. Like you're supposed to. Rather than you worried about it, that it's not exactly perfect. But won't people notice if it's not perfect? Nope. Not even a little bit. Mm-mm. Have you gone out with imperfect makeup before? Yeah, and kind of shudders a little bit. Felt everybody's eyes on me. Do you think it was because your makeup wasn't perfect? My eyeliner was off. I promise you this. Everyone was staring at you because they were so impressed with how you looked. Really? Of course. That's why people stare. Do me a favor. Tomorrow before school, when you're putting your face on, limit yourself to three times. You get three times to mess it up. But after the third time, you have to let it be, all right? Okay. Then, when you go to school and you think everybody's eyes are on you, strut. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Strut? Walk like you know you're the biggest and baddest person in the hallway. Do you have hallways? Yeah. Walk like you are the God's gift to this planet. And you know it. And I guarantee those looks that people give you, they'll start to look a little bit different to you. Try it for this week. See what happens. Okay. But remember, three. Right. Okay. I'll get your homework done. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Mom. I kiss him on top of the head, avoiding his face. <laughs> I boop his nose. And I check on the girl. Yeah. She's still painting. So this time... This time she's using a lot of purples and whites. Oh, she got headphones? Yeah, she's got her headphones on. I get her attention. She looks up at you. 
slowly takes the headphones off. Thank you. How you doing? Okay. What you doing? You see a scene that you just left with the now purple and white forest and a polka dotted bunny. The bunny looks a little bit different, actually. The bunny is standing up on its hind legs with a like a, a blue colonel's jacket. Because you have a monocle. Yeah. yeah. And like okay. lots of ribbons on the breast. Where'd you see this? The mirror. Are you the one accessing the mirrors? She shrugs. I just see things sometimes. Okay. You know that's mom's realm, right? She nods. She changed it. Yeah. I think it looks better. It's pretty. It is very pretty. Don't stay up too late, alright? Okay. And I kiss her too. I'll give you a nug. She hugs back. Just a one arm hug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, she's painting. It's fine. I got it. What time is it? It's getting on the later side. Bedtime. Yeah. I'm afraid to dream again. You were better than you were yesterday. That is why. Don't want to slip back. Don't let yourself in. Look at you, like. If we can just lecture our kid on positive that thinking. That is different. That it is, is not different. different. Yes, it is. It is my kid. I can do what I want to it. <laughs> <laughs> and you are you. You can do whatever you want to yourself as well. Uh, no. Yeah. That's not how this works. That is exactly how this works. Look, you have the emotional capacity of... Okay, never mind. You have quite a bit of emotional capacity. Thank you. You... Give it a shot. Before I was afraid of the madness. Now I am afraid of the stillness. Your failed creates a madness. Okay, I'll try to sleep. Alright. I do sleep. I think she tries to actually stay awake. <laughs> I'm just Good luck. going to not sleep. And that lasts for like maybe half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that never fucking works. When really you're just like, I'm just gonna lay here and not sleep. Your dream comes, and once again, you're in the glade. Damn it! Is it just as still as it was? Yeah. Just as silent. Just as silent. Wake up! Wake! Wake up! Wake up! What? No. Wait. This is a dream, but it is my dream. It is in my mind. I have control here. The silence almost seems defiant. I try to influence the land around me to turn into that lavender and white forest. Make a wisdom check. Mm, Yeah. What are that the 12, so 17? The ground and grass beneath you starts to change color slowly. The roots of the trees start turning that white and it goes and then stops 
Slowly the color starts to creep back into what it was. No. This is my dream in my mind. I have control here. Make another wisdom check. So 20... And much quicker now, the color begins to shift and change. The trees bleaching white under a gray sky on purple grass. I look up at the moon. It still hangs there. I try to make it into a crescent. One more wisdom check. Uh, 20. Slowly, slowly a shadow crawls over the surface of the moon, waning and waning down to a sharp crescent. Striking and delicate and sharp but beautiful. And here I can appreciate the silence. I just stand looking up at the moon. The night passes. And the next day comes. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review, or maybe send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or in the show notes. If you're into community, we've built up a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round. Link is also in the show notes and website. Talia Argent-Grey is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Grey is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Assistant audio mixer, social media and community manager is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks for listening and stay legendary.